And now, a Blaze Media podcast. This is an alert. This is an urgent recall message. Ground beef recalls. 38,000 pounds of meat being recalled. 38,406 pounds of boneless beef head meat products. Okay, sure. No one's gotten sick. And uh, sure, they're already shipped out. But uh, you know what? They didn't go through the re-inspection process. (laughs) So, I mean, that could be a horrible thing. Sure, it went through one process, but no. Uh, It didn't go through the re-inspection process. So, recall it. Bring back the 38,400. Oh, man, I almost threw in some more more beef head meat products. 38,406 pounds of boneless beef head meat products. If you've got, if you've got some of the eighty-pound boxes containing eight, ten-pound chubs of Balter meat, you 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 need to you need to take it back. And those of you living in Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, and South Carolina, be careful. This meat did not go through the re-inspection process. <laughs> All right, we are in a weird, weird place in the world, and in particular, America. Uh, and it, I, I don't have to tell you that. You listen to uh, the Blaze Television and Radio Network. You subscribe to Chewing the Fat podcast, this podcast. Uh, wait you're listening to the show right now and you're not a subscriber to the podcast what are you doing with your life uh subscribe go to whatever podcast platform warms the little cockles of your heart and subscribe to chewing the fat okay you know choose one spotify itunes iheart you know whatever one you like and subscribe all right all right so the kind of world we're in today is every day I feel like, no, oh, come on. That, that can't be true, right? Come on. People aren't actually like that, right? So we have a, a lady in North Carolina who has uh, who's gotten butt hurt because she had a bear show up on her porch with a tracking collar and a tracking ear device. But is she mad about that? No. No, she is not. The heavy collars, the metal ear mutilation, no. While she says she doesn't really like that, What put her over the edge is on the heavy collar is a political sticker. Ha! All right. And it says Trump 2020. Oh my gosh. We cannot have that. We can't do it. So help Asheville Bears, an organization in North Carolina, has put out a $5,000 reward. To find the person or people responsible for putting a Trump 2020 sticker on the tracking tag of a black bear. This is just abhorrent. She can't even get through life. Now, she believes that this is not the only bear that has a Trump sticker on his collar. All right. She, it's being reported, saw another bear last year with a Trump sticker on his collar. So, sure, it could have been the same bear, but she doesn't think so. She thinks it's a different bear. And if I find out who's putting Trump stickers 
on these bear collars. That's it. We're going to put an end to it. Sure, it's okay that the North Carolina Urban Suburban Bear Study tags and keeps track of these bears with these heavy collars and ear ear tags, but <laughs> no words. This is a, a quote from Sheila Chapman, an Asheville resident. I used to love Asheville. I still do love Asheville, North Carolina. But she... Uh, This is her speaking. Uh, I believe this is an uh, abhorrent practicum. Putting a political sticker on the collar, no words can describe my anger and sadness. Oh, okay. No problem. (laughs) Uh, The Bear Study Program uh, was quoted as saying, uh, we do not condone anyone approaching a bear for any purpose. Uh, it's highly unethical to place any sticker on an animal. Well, here's the point, Doc. The sticker isn't on the animal. The sticker is on the collar that you put on the animal. Okay? Just so you know. So why don't you put your little Biden 2020 sticker on there, Sheila? Oh, no. Oh, no. We can't do that. We cannot do that. So just know that if you know of the person or the people that are responsible for putting this Trump 2020 sticker on the tracking tag of this black bear uh, turn them in turn them in it's worth $5,000 and I mean if I turn myself in if I just say I did it what kind of trouble you think I get in I mean I turn myself in I say yep you got me I did it. Uh, Can I have the $5,000 reward now? In fact, I'm admitting it right now on Chewing the Fat. Those of you listening live, the 5th of August, 2020, I did it. I'm taking responsibility. The bear and I crossed paths, and I said, come here. I just happened to have a Trump 2020 sticker, and I thought, well, somebody's out in the woods. They're going to see this. I want them to vote mail-in ballot of course i want them to vote for trump and so i put the i put the sticker on the collar because i didn't want to hurt the bear i just put the sticker on the collar so that when you know whenever the whenever the bear association what's the name of the company again the uh north carolina urban suburban bear study people uh go to take the collar off if they ever do uh the sticker will be gone too. <laughs> so I'm turning myself in and I'd like the $5,000 reward, please. Thank you. Thank you. I'm guilty. Yep. It was me. You got, you got me. You got me. Just make the check out to Jeff Fisher or chewing the fat. It's fine. It works for me. Just quick five grand, please. Thank you. We're also in a place where, uh, and I'm hurt at this. I mean, I'm, I'm actually hurt. Um, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively have apologized for getting married on the property called Boone Hall or Boone Halley, Boone H-A-L-L-E. It's a plantation that enslaved black people, and they're apologizing for that. In fact, Ryan said, It's something we'll always be deeply and unreservably sorry for. Oh, okay. Now, they got married in 2012. So he said that they chose the location based on Pinterest photos, which I believe. And then they later realized it was a place built upon devastating tragedy. So we had another wedding at our home several years later and considers the original venue to be a giant effing mistake. Well, boy, the mistake was, Blake, you not marrying me. But that's that's another story in and of itself. It's embarrassing the way she's looked at me over the years on the screen. I'm, you know, I'm still here if you want to talk it out a little bit. So if you go to the website for uh, the Boone Hall Plantation, uh, they t- 
tell you that the cabins and the plantation home, the S-curved brick wall in front of the homes and cabins with pictures, were built from bricks made in the kilns on the site. They were constructed between 1790 and 1810. And they tell you that these homes were the homes that the slaves lived in. Oh! It's called Slave Street. Nine brick slave cabins. I guess... I guess they didn't go to the website. It was just look at the Pinterest photo and when they dial up 1-800-Boone-Hall-Plantation. And there's no you have no idea that a plantation uh, in South Carolina would have been a home for slaves. There's no way to know that. Right? It's just something. <laughs> that's silly. It's just something called a plantation. <laughs> uh, now, they've given money to the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund and they've, you know, that's fine, they can do what they want with their money, and they've shared their support for Black Lives Matter movement, I got news for you they're Ryan and Blake uh, you know, and Blake, seriously we can talk it out, I still, this is more to Ryan than you, I mean, you and I can still can still get together she uh, has posted on her uh on her Instagram, we've never had to worry about preparing our kids for different rules of law or what might happen if we're pulled over in the car. We don't know what it's like to experience that life day in and day out. We can't imagine feeling that kind of fear and anger. We're ashamed that in the past we've allowed ourselves to be uninformed about how deeply rooted systemic racism is. I got news for you, Blake, Ryan. Um, at some point, they're coming for you too. Uh, doesn't matter how many posts on your Instagram post, how many times you do interviews and say you were effing embarrassed about where you got married. Uh, they're coming for you too because you are one of those people. <laughs> okay? Just so you know. You can try to save yourself all you want. <laughs> uh, they're still going for you but Blake man, if you need somebody to you know, watch out for you I'm here for you I'm here okay remember when we talked about the uh, the seeds and this is another you know we're in another I know this is just a you know it's just what kind of weird place we're in now uh, in the world and specifically here in the US and we talked about the seeds coming from China and they all didn't come from China um, but most of them come from China. So, and I thought, well, who would get seeds not knowing where they came from and plant them? And we had the story of a lady down in Louisiana that said, oh, I got the seeds, I planted them. And now we have a guy who said, uh, yeah, in Arkansas, man, I got the seeds. I have a seed from China. It was supposed to, it said it was going to be a ring. It wasn't, it was just these or I'm sorry, not a ring. It was supposed to, the package said it contained studded earrings. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I figured, hey, there's seeds. All right, I'm just going to plant them. And that's a pretty plant. Looks like a giant squash plant. It's growing like crazy. I went down there. I planted in the ground down there. And I just figured, eh, you know, whatever. I put a little, I put a little fertilizer on it. The thing's taking off. It's growing like crazy. I don't know what to do. Um, maybe a don't plant it so the local department of agriculture is now set to remove the plant from his property for further study now and that brings up another point can the local department of agriculture just come in and remove a freaking plant from your property uh it doesn't say here that he said uh yeah come on you can just take it off my property go ahead it's yours um how about no I mean, while I agree that the guy was, you know, dumb in planting the plant, uh, he was coming on my property and taking the plants away. So, maybe we just take a look at it. We keep an eye on it. But you're not just going to take it away. 
So there are uh, 14, they've identified 14 different species of seeds that are being sent uh, mustard, cabbage, morning glory, some herbs like mint, sage, rosemary, lavender, and then other seeds like hibiscus and roses. Oh, okay. But we don't know if they have uh, any special things in them. And it would not surprise me, wouldn't surprise me, if they did have special things in the seeds. (laughs) I know. I know. So they've gotten the seeds in Arizona, Virginia, Washington, Louisiana, Kansas, Utah, and Ohio. Wow. There's just a helpful idea. If you get seeds from, let's say, China or Uzbekistan. And the package says studded earrings. And it's seeds. A, if you're supposed to get studded earrings, aren't you pissed? That you got a bag of seeds, you don't know what the seeds are. But I have a feeling that these packages are just randomly sent. Right? So they say something's in the box, but it's the seeds. So you're opening a box coming to your house that you didn't order because you think it's earrings and then it's just seeds and you figure, eh, what the hell? I'll just plant them anyway. All right. All right. Fine. Do whatever you got to do. And we're, we're in this happening in the times of, you know, COVID-19, the Rona, the worldwide pandemic. And so we're having uh, lockdowns and we're just shutting down businesses. Businesses cannot be open. We're shutting. I've got stories about how, uh, even here in Texas, but around the country, how uh, breweries are being shut down. I mean, they're going out of business because they can't sell their booze. Oh, sure, we're allowing them to sell a little bit. Anyway, it's just we're putting businesses out of business because we're scared. And it's just an incredible time but we're also hearing stories we heard a big story out of florida where they're having neighborhood covid parties and now we're getting uh stories of the underground uh party going on in manhattan so new york uh they're de blasio maybe this is why the health lady quit she's pissed at these people in manhattan so they uh they have these underground parties and you know they're of course they're horrific covid parties and uh they're all getting together there's videos and they're operating out of different cafes and different uh, exclusive little bars some of them private they're private they they have other uh, promoters have one person you know uh, uh, an influencer uh, promote the party and uh, people show up, pay money, and to party. These photos and videos are documenting reckless pandemic partying. And they have got to be stopped. Okay. Okay. Uh, good luck. Good luck stopping that. Good luck. People still want to party. People still want to have a good time. People, you can quote me on this, still want to be around other people (laughs) i know i know it's weird i know it's weird for those of you that like staying in your house and looking out the blinds and i am a fan of that but it is an amazing thing that people like to be around other people weird i know so when you try to stop that those same people do things to see other people behind your back i know i know it's weird i know it's weird right after we left uh yesterday when we were done recording uh, chewing the fat and uh it was i should have just continued to record the show because when ctf records news happens but uh there was the huge explosion in beirut and i mean i was we had just wrapped up recording chewing and uh i was you know taking a deep breath of man another you know award-winning show 
in the in the can and uh i see the video come through of the original explosion which was amazing at the same I mean, of course it's horrific but i mean the the original video was incredible the explosion that took place and then you see the videos of the aftermath of the devastation that was there uh, it's pretty it's pretty amazing that it didn't happen before now i mean they said they had 2700 tons of this ammonium nitrate in this warehouse and it was just like yeah just set it over there don't worry about it it was there for like six years six years it was there ah don't worry about it just set it over there now they're talking about uh you know someone has to they've got to they've got to pay for this this is unacceptable and uh they go down they go down the list of the things that were destroyed if you look at the footage of the aftermath it's horrific horrific and i know we've got you know the reports are coming through of you know i don't know at least a hundred people dead and you know, four or five thousand people injured. I mean, I think we're going to find a lot more uh, people that lost their lives. I mean, that devastation that happened was horrific. Yeah, twenty-seven thousand. I'm sorry, two thousand seven hundred and fifty tons of ammonium nitrate. Wow. Now the prime minister has stepped up and called it unacceptable. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. It was left there for six years. They vowed to punish uh, who is responsible. Yeah, I mean, they have to. This is just horrible. To put it in perspective, uh, the Oklahoma City bombers used two tons. Two tons. And this one was, you know, 2,750 tons. That is, I mean... And, and, and I was thinking, uh, you know, I mean, the earth, you had to be at least a two and a half to three. And I heard this morning that some were saying it was a four on the Richter scale. I believe that. And there were a couple of ships that was close to, it was close to the port. There were a couple of ships that, you know, are damaged. Uh, hospitals were already full. I also heard this morning, and I hadn't heard anywhere else. I just heard it one place that there were uh, some hospitals that were destroyed in this district. So, I mean, there, if that's true, the body count is going to be a lot more than the hundred that's already there. Um, it just looks horrific and, you know, they can use all the help they get. I know that they, um, you know, they've been struggling in Lebanon and they talk about uh, how the country has been struggling and how the government has been struggling. And the head of the prime minister, I think, is a, is a, uh, in there just as a preliminary prime minister while they get other uh, government officials in line to run the country. I mean, look, is there a country in the world right now that's not walking on thin ice thanks to the pandemic? I don't think so. So when you have something like this, um, and I know, you know, Lebanon's a smaller country and it's Beirut and you know they've been struggling with terrorism and you know bad people for years and years but if a, if you're a small country and you're walking on thin ice anyway and you have a a horrific accident like this uh even if it's not an accident something like this happens uh it's going to shake <laughs> it's going to shake the foundation of the country which is exactly what the explosion did weird all right let's go to the break room i need a drink of something ice cold as it is uh desperately here on chewing the path so good so just a reminder uh subscribe to chewing the fat podcast if you have uh uh something you want to talk about uh email chewing the fat at the blaze.com like let's say you send your scream to iceland i want to hear your scream at chewing the fat email as well we'll be airing those screams on the uh, friday podcast 
Uh, we'll go back and see if we're one of the highlighted screams on the Iceland website for the Iceland screams, which, I mean, I'm sure we uh, probably are, no question. And then uh, you can follow me on social media, uh, Twitter, at JeffyJFR, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Parlor at Jeff Fisher Radio. Uh, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, Chewing the Fat, uh, with Jeff Fisher on YouTube. So let's, you know, let's get going. Uh, you know, let's take care of it. You can do it all from that little computer device that people call their phones, but it's really just a handheld computer device. And you could do it all from right there. So take care of that, okay? Thank you. Uh, if I was a subscriber to Disney Plus, Let's say I'm a subscriber to Disney Plus and I pay the subscription monthly fee, which is what, six ninety nine? Is that the one with commercials or is that it? Is that the six ninety nine? because uh, I have Disney Plus, although like I said uh, earlier in uh, or later last week or whenever the hell we talked about it, I don't pay for it. But what is it? Yeah, that's without commercials. It's like six bucks and then it's for something with commercials. Okay, the four ninety nine is the commercials. Yeah. Six ninety nine, which isn't bad, is with commercials. That's the subscription fee. Okay. So if I'm paying my six ninety nine a month, I'm pissed right now. Cause now they're saying, Oh, you know what, we're gonna release Mulan uh to rent. Uh it's not gonna go to movie theaters. We're just gonna put Mulan out there, which is gonna be I mean, that's the new business model, right? They're pretending like that's not the new business model to try to appease the movie theaters, but that's the new model. However, even though I'm a subscriber to Disney+, Plus, I'm still going to have to pay $29.99 to rent the movie. And it doesn't say for how long. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to pay 30 bucks. It doesn't say how long I get to watch the movie, how many times I get to watch it for $29.99. It doesn't tell me how long the $29.99 stands. So if I watch it once and then it goes away, how long before it comes to Disney Plus that I can watch there? I don't I don't see any of that information anywhere. I mean, it may be out there, but not in the story I read. Okay. Now the Disney CEO Bob Chappick said uh, the movie, and like I said, oh, this is of course his his quote. Uh, the big move isn't reflective of a new business model for the company, right? Yeah, I believe you. Sure thing. No problem. It's just going to be a one-off. <laughs> yeah, we spent, what, $200 million on this movie? And uh, so rent it now. But I would, th- you know, I got no problem. I, this is my, I love the idea of being able to get new movies in my house. I've begged for it for years. Uh, I'm glad that it's finally happening. I just think for 30 bucks. If I'm a Disney Plus subscriber, I should be able to put in my passcode and get it for twenty. Right, get it for cheaper, or get to have my subscription fee taken off the amount of the rental fee. That would be if I was Disney. Uh, you know, and they uh, remarkably, you may may not know this or not, they didn't they didn't come to me and ask my opinion. But uh, they said, Jeff, what do you think we should? And I would have told them, this is what I think you should do. So they're just uh, they're just saying, this is what we're going to do without talking to me. I know. I should be angry, but I'm not. So Mulan, uh, beginning, I think, September 4th, uh, you, get, uh, you get Mulan for $29.99 on your, your at-home movie experience. It'll be great. It'll be great. Good news uh, coming from uh, the Portland Northwest Film Center Cinema Unbound Drive-In Theater. Uh, They've decided that Kindergarten Cop (laughs) is uh, is not good to show at this uh, at this Film Center Cinema Drive-In Theater. Look, this movie promotes a school-to-prison pipeline. And uh, we can't have that. It's uh, uh, There's nothing fun in cops traumatizing kids. National wrecking on over-policing is a weird time to revive kindergarten cop. Uh, we've been trying to end school-to-prison pipeline as it is. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. No problem. 
that's just sad. Just sad. A kindergarten cop, first of all, is, I mean, one of the most inclusive movies of the time, I would say, if we went back and looked. I mean, every, they've got they've covered every nationality in the kids at this elementary school. They've covered every nationality as far as the teachers. They've covered every nationality as far as criminals. It's amazing. And he's trying to catch a bad guy who's a drug dealer and a murderer with his family who's trying to kidnap a kid. And it's a love story because he falls in love with the kid's mother. And I don't want to, I'm going to spoil Kindergarten Cop for you if you haven't seen it. Uh, he decides to not be a cop anymore. And he's just going to be a teacher and be in love with this woman and be with this kid. And it's just a darn sweet, fun movie with bad guys and police officers and a school. But we cannot promote the school-to-prison pipeline. (laughs) School-to-prison pipeline? Hey, I'm not sure that exists. But even if it does, it doesn't exist with Kindergarten Cop. Sorry to disappoint you. And what is going on with Oprah Winfrey? What is going on? We're supposed to like Oprah Winfrey. What's happening? She's a billionaire. She's made a fortune. She runs a network. She subscribes to uh, working hard and getting out there and, and being yourself. Oh, but no. Now she's starting to chastise white people. And she had a big special. This, uh... The special that was called, what was the special called? What is called the special called? Uh, Oprah special. It's about under, undeniable privilege of white people, uh, uh, the victimhood, the chastising white people for massive advantages. It was designed, it was a special that she blocked, she wouldn't let any, just anybody comment about it. She had to uh, just, just highlighted people were able to comment about it. Uh, the real story, especially the Oprah conversation. Um, gosh darn it, what was it called? But it was all about systemic racism and the civil unrest by attacking people because of their skin color. And so now I guess Oprah is uh, using her platform to what be part of the be part of the Black Lives Matter movement instead of uh, empowering black people and empowering any people when did that happen Oprah was it the first billion or the second billion I know I saw where you promoted your book of the month to cast uh, you know which uh, promotes uh, you know the origins of our discontent was the book club this month so you know I guess Oprah is now not just Oprah. She's Black Oprah. Uh, she was going to tell me. I was always Black Oprah. But now I belong to the Black people. Do ya? Because just like Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, uh, Oprah, they'll come for you too. Okay? If they could get to your island. I don't know if they can or not. <laughs> story in today's world, almost every story anyway, revolves around something to do with COVID-19. No question. But uh, I see a story that talks about uh, a report from the New York Times and, you know, kind of agreeing with and this story is from The Blaze uh, because it talks about uh, the New York Times finally saying what we have been saying at The Blaze. Okay. That the lockdown measures to save lives are inevitably going to end up costing a lot of lives because their story is talking about uh, how the battle for bigger killers uh, other than coronavirus, tuberculosis, malaria, HIV, are going, those numbers are going to go up, you know, through, through the roof because of the lockdown. But then I see a story that talks about hospitals seeing fewer heart attacks and strokes 
as the coronavirus pandemic struck. And the, the, the title, the headline is Nobody Knows Why. Um, I, you know, I'm not a doctor. I, I play one uh, on, uh, on podcast and on radio. Uh, but I'm guessing that uh, less heart attacks and strokes is because you're not out running around working every day. Uh, those are the those are the things that aren't getting more of, right? Maybe maybe the other diseases we're getting more of, and we're not taking care of it, so it could cause more deaths in the long run because you don't take care of it. You're in your house, but heart attacks and strokes. You're not out running around trying to do stuff, catching this, catching that, doing this, doing that. So a new study. Uh, collating data from five health systems in Colorado, Connecticut, Massachusetts, North Carolina, New York, reported decreases in emergency department visits between 40 and 60% in the first four months. Wow. That's huge. So uh, declined emergency room visits declined 23% for heart attacks, 20% for strokes, 10% for hyperglycemic crisis. So, I mean, people are home eating their sugar anyway, right? I mean, they're not going to go into, I didn't have a chance to eat my sugar. I'm passing out. Um, so, they're still asking, you know, the experts. We don't know. Patients have fewer attacks during this period. Do lifestyle changes stemming from the pandemic? Uh, you think, Doc? You think that's possible? Yeah. Uh, it is possible. Just so you so. You know. All right, so I was uh, talking about uh, bars and uh, whiskey uh, operations shutting down. I know New York is suspending uh, over 100 liquor license licenses due to the COVID-19 violations. That's nice of them. Uh, maybe that's why the health minister uh, quit on uh, de Blasio. I don't know. Just guessing. Uh, but they're having, you know, they're having private parties and underground parties in New York. So maybe, you know, you keep canceling those liquor licenses. It'll just give people to have more private parties. <laughs> you know, when you shut down people's livelihoods and businesses, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know it's a weird thing. <laughs> and 33% of Texas distilleries face closure if the laws don't change here in this state. What is going on with Texas? What is happening with Texas? Ever since I moved to Texas I've I, 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 I found myself saying and this was in Texas. I mean, it, it's, it's hard for me to even comprehend saying and this was in Texas anymore. That's how fast we've changed. I mean it's incredible. Right, so uh, there's a 51% rule that uh, says I don't know, what is the rule? Current distilleries are only allowed to sell two bottles per person every 30 days, and distilleries are not allowed to ship directly to customers. Which I thought, I don't know. And distillers say Texas is the largest state in the country that still has this. This why are we why are we doing this to distillers? Let them sell their goods. I mean, this is ridiculous. I, I I can't I can't sell Bill three bottles of whiskey this month. I mean, come on now. And I can't send Aunt Mary the bottle of whiskey in Tennessee because it's from Texas. Come on now, Texas. What are we doing? We're hampering business like that. Uh, Governor Abbott, what are you doing? You're hampering business like that. I know you're concerned about the, the Rona. I got it. I know you're concerned that we have to wear masks. I got it. Which is agonizing in and of itself. But what are you doing, Texas? What are you doing? And be ready. Be ready, my friends. Uh, when you were thinking that, ah, those cleaning supplies are going to come back. Don't worry about it. Eee! Not so much, okay? Uh, Clorox, a CEO, warned Americans that shortages could get worse and could persist well into 2021. Oh, okay. He said the supplies of most of the products his company makes have been decimated due to overwhelming customer demand. 
since the start of the pandemic. And, you know, some of the products like liquid bleach will be back in regular stock soon, but others, not so much. Uh, disinfecting wipes, eee, maybe, maybe next year. Uh, so if you're looking for those Clorox wipes and you want to, you know, wipe down your whatever you want to wipe down, look for something else because the Clorox wipes ain't going to be on the shelf. You know what you need to do is you need to make friends with the store stock personnel. And it doesn't matter what store, but, uh, you know, specifically like Costco or Sam's or one of the bigger Walmarts so that when the shipment comes in, they just deep pocket it right from the back of the store and never makes it to the shelf. Cause that's the only way you're going to get it. Cause you keep looking for it on the shelf. It ain't going to be there. So make friends with the stockers and then, you know, work out something uh, that's beneficial to you both. Whatever that'll be. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. So just as a side note, I'm looking at this headline story about the Northern Ireland peacemaker, John Hume, who, uh, you know, is remembered for his unshakable commitment to nonviolence, a, a small funeral on Wednesday, uh, where, you know, there were huge amounts of people sending their uh, messages of support. But all of that is great, except that the picture of him being carried out of the church, he's in a wicker basket, a wicker casket. I don't know that I've ever seen that before. I mean, I've had wicker rocking chairs, and wicker stools, and you know, wicker this and wicker that, but uh, I've never seen a wicker casket. I, I mean, it's sturdy. Wicker, <laughs> wicker sewed together is a very sturdy product. <laughs> I've just never seen a wicker casket before. So, just, I don't know. Good for him, I guess. Probably a lot more expensive than I think. So, uh, before I get into a, a one story that I've had um, in the fat pile forever, and we get to it today, or I throw it away. All right? We get to it today, or I throw it away. That's just the way it is on this story, okay? It's about what your favorite ice cream flavor may reveal about you. But in the fat pile now, until I mean, it's growing old. It's got mold on it right now. We're going to freezer burn on the ice cream in the story about the favorite ice cream, what the flavor reveals about you. So we're going to get to it. Before I do that, I want to go to Chris Cruz. I don't want to get in the middle of my ice cream story and have Chris Cruz come in and say, oh, you didn't talk about this today. So I know he's busy. He's got like fingernails or toenails that he's cutting. Not sure what he's doing today. He's, he's focused on some other things. I get it. It's fine. Whatever. But, uh, you know, you got, are you throwing anything into the party today or are you good? Thank God. Thank God he's good. His, micro, his microphone's probably broke. Man, I hope that's You know, good. for someone... No, it's not. It's not. Why are you bitching over there? And I'm trying to I'm take, not bitching. I'm asking a question. You were bitching. All I hear is bitch, 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 oh. bitch, 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 bitch. I'm asking a question. Am I going to get cut off with you saying, I need to talk about this? Or no. are we good? You got something I've to bring never to the cut table you or off. No? I've never cut you off. I'll let you speak, and then I correct you. You got I've, something to bring to the table or no? Do you want me to bring something to the table? Because I do have some pretty oh cool God, stories to bring to the God, table. I'm going to punch you right in the face. Whoa. I'm going to punch you right in the face. I do have some stories. Here, let me open my phone. Oh, boy. We're going to get to the ice cream story, though. I've been on the fat pile way too long. They pulled over 2,000 Americans, and they split up their favorite ice cream flavor, vanilla, strawberry, and chocolate. And uh, they found, on average, strawberry ice cream lovers uh, find love at age 24. And we'll get into more of what they found with your favorite ice cream flavor says about you uh, in a moment. Well, this story has your name written all over it, and sadly, oh, it's not in your headline, but teacher charged with having sex with a 15-year-old student. Yeah, that's been happening a lot lately. 
I mean, look, there's no school, right? I know. So how did the teacher get with the uh, with the thing? I mean, it's been going on probably for quite a while, but with no school, that's how they're getting busted. Mm. Uh, did you know that rent? No, and not by rent. the way, I just want to go beyond record as saying uh, teachers and students getting together is horrific, and, and they all should be punished. And man, is it horrible. Was it a hot chick teacher and a Thank guy? Thank you for asking me that. Um, her mugshot, it's okay. So Which one? Was this the Oklahoma one? No, this is the... Uh, this is the Round Rock Police Department, Batrop High School. Round Rock, that's Texas. ISD, Bastrop ISD. Oh, uh, Bastrop. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't. Yeah, it's in Texas. Yeah, this is in Texas. Well, Round Rock, Texas. Round Rock is in Texas. Yeah, so it's Round Rock. Yeah. Okay. That's outside of Austin, greater Austin area. Yes, it's in Austin. Yep, Austin. Wait, I know where hold it is. On. That's what I just okay. said. The so, <laughs> the Austin American Statesman reports? What is that? The newspaper, if oh, you remember okay. what those are. Oh, okay. Because I was like, wait, so now do we have to identify like that? So, am I a <laughs> Puerto Rican <laughs> DFW American? Yes. You know what? That's what it is. Yes. Okay. It's it, an Austin Rican. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, did you see that Ren and Skimpy is coming back to TV. Okay, well, wait just a second. I, I want to know. Was, oh. was she hot or was it a guy or was it a guy and a girl? Oh, no, it's a, it's a teacher's hot female. Like I said, the mugshot, she looks great. So that means that when okay. she's out in the world, you know, she got it. Yeah. Yeah, That's even on the mugshot, you could see a little bit of a smirk <laughs> of like, you know, I'm hot. Don't be jealous. Right, right. I mean, look, this if this is uh, I this might be the one that I remember reading where the parents were the ones that got all wound up because the kid was like, "Oh yeah." Well, and okay, the parents for sure. were all pissed. This is a math teacher, so I want you to go back. I know this is going to be like 1911 when you were back in school, okay? And I hey. want you to close your eyes, and you're looking okay. at your high school teacher okay how old is she well she is mr krasinski okay and uh, <laughs> so how old is he no but i i guess uh the, the female the female and male teachers were all not young okay it was, it was, it was I age feel, them like that i feel that so the kid was 15 the but teacher, that's all relative Right, it's all kind of relative. Yes, like you're yes. a you're you're a teenager, so everybody above the age of, you know, thirty is old. Exactly. So I feel that Haley, which is the teacher, well, ex teacher and um alleged rapist. Oh yeah. Right. Right. How old is she? Twenty five. Oh. That is so sad. Oh, uh, what's sad about it? That's she messed up her whole life for just that for that 15 year old you know pound chicka pound pound because they're in love no that's fine but i feel that just because she was a teacher that's the only reason why they have a problem with it because if it was a 15 year old with a 25 year old we'll be high-fiving him all day long be in trouble though no no no, like i said we'll be high-fiving him in all day long be like yo buddy yeah still be in trouble now if you can wait 10 years 35 to 25 you're good oh no she's not waiting for that yeah fisher i know and the kid is like yes teacher yes miss party yes miss party i know i know you know what i mean that and it's a huge difference and we you know we i know that you know this as well as i do it's a huge difference between a male teacher and a female student. Yes, absolutely. A male yeah, teacher. A female teacher yeah. and a male student. Yes, yes. But, and I'll take it now, back. There it's some, not, there's been some. I, it hasn't been very much, though, where you get male on male or female on female. No. So. No. Um, but I'll take the alleged rape. I'll take that back. Um, the alleged is 
having an improper relationship with a student, which is, are you ready for this, Fisher? Having an appropriate relationship with a student, that's the charge, a second degree felony. Yeah, ten you probably ten years and you probably have to be registered on the sexual offenders list. So she was released to the Bostrop County Jail after posting a hundred thousand dollar bond. If convicted, if convicted, twenty years in jail. Wow, I was even more than I thought. I know. Holy cow, cut a deal. I know that she have, that's exactly. Does she, have to go on the, does she have to go on the sex list? It doesn't say that she goes goes on the list. Also, maybe she doesn't. That's I don't good. think so because the charge is inappropriate relationship. Right, it doesn't have anything to do with it. But I mean, come on now. Plus, again, she's twenty five. Come on. I know that's rape. Yes. That's rape. What? Who's who's doing who? She's raping him. We don't know that. He's raping a minor. We certainly we do. The don't, age no, doesn't you know, matter. You're pissing you're me off here. Age, you're, you're being raped. You're pissing me off here. We do not know that. The alleged is inappropriate relationship with a student. There's I no charge. I think that, look, you can't put an age limit on love. I know that. But in real life, in real life, if the teacher has sex with the kid or any adult, uh, any adult over the age of 18, has sexual relations with someone under the age of 18, that's rape. Next thing you're going to tell me is <laughs> that this Colorado cop should continue his apology for detaining a family in a stolen vehicle mix-up. Oh, no. That, that's what you're going to tell he me. Apolo- he is apologizing. He is though, apologizing. Right? He said okay. uh, Police Colorado uh, is apologizing for detaining a group of young black women or girls, including two who were handcuffed in their car because it was mistakenly identified as a stolen during a trip to a nail salon. Okay, so how was it mistakenly identified as a stolen vehicle? So KUSA talked to the driver, Brittany, and she said that the cop told her that the car was reported stolen she replies and saying, and I'm like, this happened months ago. You guys cleared it. We got it picked up. The car, we picked up the car the next day, the very next day. So I'm not understanding what's going on. So the car was okay. reported stolen in February, but there's a glitch okay. in the system that sh- still shows that the vehicle was stolen. That's not okay. something that the cops should apologize. And it has nothing to do with them being black which is what people now are saying they're like oh because they were black the car was you know stolen no the car well, was reported there's no stolen way for, there's no way for the officer to know whether the person in the car is telling him the truth at that time exactly which is why we always wait until all the facts are in which right. is which is what the police said the uh Jillian's car was stolen in february but it was found the next day and okay. then so what happened at this at this 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 particular incident the cop thought the car was still stolen he pulls him over so the and girls said, the girls were at the girl a, says hey that happened to, that happened a while ago and it's all worked out now so is the police officer is just supposed to say oh okay no problem exactly so the way that it looks like they're you know they're on the ground it's really i don't want to say funny but it's interesting to see and they got all these girls that just got done their not their uh, their nails done. They're all arrested on the ground. Um, but the problem with this whole story in the normal world of BLM and George Floyd is that the cops use too much. Uh, where is it? Where is it? I was like, the Jillian insists that the incident is police brutality. Oh, God. And filed a complaint against the department. Police brutality? Police so brutality. So what happened? They were, they, were put out, they were put on the ground and handcuffed. And handcuffed. That was it. Were they taken away? No. Or did they find no, out nope. before they were taken? Did they find out after that that the story was true? Nope. All they did was put them on the ground, cuffed them. They waited to get it all cleared up. 
and then they got released. Oh my gosh. Now, the interim police chief, Vanessa Wilson, says our police officers are trained to conduct a high risk stop when they come across a suspected stolen vehicle, which is, we've seen it all in the movies. Yeah. Suspect, you know, we've seen it in Life PD almost every day when Life PD was on. That racist show? Yes, I remember that racist show. So, the also problem was that the police officer drew their weapons and ordered all occupants to exit the vehicle, lie down prone on the, on the ground, but also, um, that's where the police interim chief says you have to give our officers a little bit of uh, discretion, you know, because different scenarios present themselves differently. So, oh, well, good. She's sticking up for him. There. Yes. Good for her. Yes. But. Oh, no. And I quote, I have already directed my teams to look at new practices and training. So what would that be? What would be uh, stand them up along the side of the road at gunpoint until we got the information? Yeah, I, I mean, guess. No, we don't know. I, I, you know, the, we don't look. I don't want to be the person who lays on the ground with my hands behind my back, handcuffed either. But if I'm driving in a vehicle and it's shown to them that it's stolen, even if it's not like if I get pulled over and it shows that my car is stolen, and I say to the officer, "Wow." How can that be? This is my car. I've had it forever. Yeah. Now he doesn't know that. No. Or he doesn't know that it's my car unless I unless obviously unless I know him. So odds are you don't. So he's pulling you over blindly. Yes. And be, because he believes you're driving a stolen vehicle. So he doesn't know whether I have a gun under the seat or I have uh, someone in the trunk or whatever the case is. Or I've got someone, you know, I'm holding someone uh, hostage at my house. That's why I stole the vehicle. He doesn't know that, so he has to. We have to get that sorted out. And how do, do I just? Does he just walk away while I'm still in the car so I can drive away? No, he's got. They have to do something. Maybe just take the keys. Yeah, and, and, and like I get it. Maybe you handcuff him. You take the keys. You handcuff him to the steering wheel and say, "Wait right there." <laughs> I don't know. I feel that that was a typical misunderstanding a glitch in the system that is being blown out of proportion because of where we are in today's world now this is going to piss you off but yeah I, I i i believe you in that i will say oh freaks that can we move on i have a last I, story i have a last story i would like to move on okay um in california Authorities recovered 3,000 roosters that were believed to be used in an illegal cockfighting ring on oh, a multi-acre yeah. 3,000, that's a lot. That is a lot. And I'm looking at those roosters. That too. I'm looking at those roosters. They look in shape. Oh, yeah. They are in I mean, shape. Have you, you ever been to a cockfight? You put some blades on those feet. Oh, man. yes. Some business. Have you been to a cockfight yet? I have not, Chris. Those are illegal. Stop talking to me about illegal activities. I do not participate. Well, they're not illegal in Puerto Rico, so I've been to cockfights in Puerto Rico. They are very interesting phenomena. Oh, so they're legal in the motherland. I well, love it. yeah, what else do we do? It's either that or kill each other. So I might as well just put some cocks in Why the Why don't we ship these the roosters over there then? Yeah. Well, don't you remember? This is a whole episode on Seinfeld. Little Jerry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So is every other story in America an episode on Seinfeld. Yes. That's what made the show Seinfeld. Yes, absolutely. But anyways, <laughs> um, what do you think? I don't think, mm, maybe because I'm used to it, I don't think this is something that should, okay. What are they doing? They, they found they were just being bred and they're saying, hey, these are being bred for cockfights, so we have to get rid of them or... So, according to the county district attorney and animal care control, blah, 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 they team up an investigation before the sheriff's department, executed a warrant, police said all animals and property were inspected and were documented by animal control, blah, blah, blah. So, um, it doesn't say how they got there, but it just says that they were taken away. Okay. So, I mean, at least they got to try to give them to some kind of, some kind of farm, right? Via yeah. 
be the rooster at the farm. Dude, but he has a nice setup. And, you know, Fisher, me and you watch movies all the time. If you have a freaking <laughs> couple of running dogs and a couple of, you know, stray dogs and a couple of dogs in cages and cages, you know, you're not up to any good at the ranch. Well, look, he, first of all, they're, other than the fight, other than the fighting, these animals are well taken care of. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> think about it, Jeff Fisher. Let's say me and you run a cockfighting ring, right? This is the Jeff Fisher, Chris Cruz cockfighting ring. And we have. Which could never happen because that's illegal. illegal unless we're in Puerto Rico. No, this is when we move, me and you move to Puerto Rico. So me and you live in Puerto oh, Rico. Okay. We have the Jeffy right. and Chris Cruz, you know, cockfighting ring. And we have 3,000 roosters. I can't roosters. wait until those days. Then we have 3,000 roosters. <laughs> Don't we want to take care of them to make sure they bring us yes. money? Yes. Don't we want them nice and fed and fat and juicy and. Oh, look at that. Look like Julio died. All right. Ten bucks. Let's go. Right. I mean, you want them You you have, you have want them in tip-top shape. Yes. Now, there's some cockfighting that the animals don't look good that are beaten, and they have to, you know, they're beaten to submission. But a Bastards. normal cockfighting business, you want the fighters to be in tip-top shape. And oh, you can quote me on that. Of course you do. Of course you do. And now to the ice cream. All right, now to the ice cream. You don't want me to go back to the police story? No, no, because if you do go back to the police story, all of a sudden the show closes and we're done for today. So up to you. Strawberry ice cream fanatics, on average, find love at age 24, like doing laundry, prefer sci-fi movies, and listen to jazz. Vanilla ice cream, if you love vanilla ice cream, on average, find love at 25, are introverted, prefer dogs, prefer washing dishes over doing laundry, and are night owls. Chocolate ice cream fans, on average, find love at 26, are extroverted, enjoy romantic comedies, like pop and rock music. So which one are you? Cruz, what, what's your favorite ice cream? Oh, vanilla, chocolate, or strawberry. I hate. I like mint chocolate chip. Shut up. What's your favorite ice cream? Vanilla, chocolate, or strawberry? Chocolate. Ooh. So you find love at, on average, you find love at 26. You're extroverted. You enjoy romantic comedies like pop and rock music. That's you. It doesn't sound like you, though. No, because I don't like chocolate ice cream. The top five ice cream toppings. Cookies. All right, I'll give you the, I'll give you the toppings. You tell me what's number one. Okay. All right. Whipped cream, nuts, hot fudge, caramel, chocolate chips. Hot fudge. See, I would have went with that too, but that's number two. Chocolate chips are number one, which no, I disagree not. with. No, it's not. I disagree with that. Yeah. No way chocolate chips are number one. Absolutely not. That's hot fudge. Nuts are third. Whipped cream is fourth. Caramel is fifth. Yeah, I never understood no the whole caramel on the ice cream. Just get a just get a caramel what? candy. Yeah, caramel and ice cream, that's not that's no bueno. No. It doesn't make sense. You are out of your mind. Caramel is okay. tremendous on vanilla ice cream. Okay. I'm not a big... I, I, if strawberry ice cream, if it's homemade, I like it. Did you... Um, oh, yeah. We did, We have this conversation. I'm not even going to bring it up. Never mind. What? Remember the big tub of three ice cream? The, Napole, the Napolitan <laughs> ice cream, I think it's called. I hated that ice cream. Yeah, Neapolitan. I hated oh, yeah, that ne ice cream. Napoleon. Yeah, Neop yeah, Neapolitan. Yeah, like I hate it. It's like, yeah, it's it's with it's the Neapolitan. With the Neo, the what is it again? Neapolitan. Yeah, with that, uh, it always sucks when you're done with the chocolate and the vanilla because then you're just stuck with the strawberry. And that's what I'm saying. It, yeah, it's, it's gross. <laughs> like who? Seriously, who made? The decision 
that strawberry, chocolate, and vanilla were the three basic ice cream. That I mean, the 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 ice cream people, right? I mean, big this ice cream. study or well, actually, I don't was, think it's big ice cream. I think it's big strawberry, paying oh, off, possible. big vanilla and big chocolate. That's possible, but this was, uh, I think, Briars paid for this. I'm not a Briar this fan. Survey. The only so, reason why yeah, sometimes I get Briar. The Breyer, study conducted by one poll in conjunction with Briars. The only reason why I will get Briar is because maybe I'm running low on money, so I'll get Briar. But usually I get Bluebell. Well, Briars is still pretty steep too, really, if you're looking at it, you know, through that way. But. Uh, Briars definitely has a different taste than Bluebell. Well, but one of the things yeah. that Bluebell does, and so does Briars, that I do, you know, you talk about who decided, uh, you know, the Napoleon, vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. They actually have a chocolate and vanilla, which is that's the two, right? I mean, you didn't, nobody, they don't even, it's not even a little strip of strawberry. It's just here's chocolate and vanilla. Those are the ones that you want. I mean, I, I would prefer. You know, if you're going to just put hot fudge over something, I'd rather have, you know, mint chocolate chip. So I think maybe that's where you get into the chocolate chips being number one. But they're not doing that here. There is no mint chocolate chip ice cream. It's just strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate. All right. So, but mint chocolate chip with hot fudge and whipped cream. Oh, baby. In fact, we're going to go have some right now. Oh, 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 oh,